You're listening to DraftKings Network. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Another amazing Cooligans podcast. We out here. Let's go. Welcome. How's everybody doing? How's your 2024 going? Talk so to me. Far, uh, it's been a crazy one. It's been a crazy one for sure. Okay. The world is falling apart. Uh, politics. You gotta love it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, it's all generally right. very depressing. Uh, when when we're the normal ones, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're here to cheer you up, buddy. Who are we? It's the Cooligans, buddy. That's it. That that's it. Okay, <laughs> I came up with that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, Sidil. We came up with that. Giannis says he did, but no, 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 bro. But he doesn't tell you. It was a couple weeks before that video came out. I walked up to him and said, yo, that's it. And he was like, what? what? Oh, oh this shit, I should burn a whole character. <laughs> so, uh, welcome to the Cooligans, everybody. My name is Cristian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerrero. We out here. Uh, a lot to go over uh, today. We're back in 2024. It is the off-season in Major League Soccer. Right, real quick, let's open this up because I want to give a shine to, uh, to what is this again? Design uh, FC. DFC, Design FC. Uh, the homie Omri sent this to us. These kid, this kid right here in particular, the one I'm about to open, mm-hmm. was designed by one of the students. Yeah, this is a cool thing. It's a cool project where, uh, uh, but you know, I've, I've seen it a bunch. But the the students themselves are the ones who design uh, uh, the kits. So they have like art students uh, design the 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 football, the soccer kits for uh, for the team, or you know, or for whoever wants to play in them, or whatever. I don't, I don't know if they have they, if, if specific teams play in them. I think it's just merch, but it's really cool. So yeah, it's uh, it's to give uh, it's to provide design and art programs to youth kids that otherwise would not have access to create to creative uh, sp- uh, spaces, which is really cool. Uh, check them out at addfc.afterschool. Uh, and yeah, you could become a donor, or you could just buy merch. Look how cool this stuff! It is really dope. I love this. You you maybe can't see it in the in the video too clearly, but the bottom of it it says, uh, "My brother is the best," and it's and it's written uh, inside a, a cloud, which is kind of cool. How beautiful! So yeah, very cute. Maybe I got my kid for a uh, kid Friday. And here we go. Okay, thank you, thank you, Omri and uh, DFC. So shout out stuff to for kids. Design FC for doing stuff for kids. Hey, okay? do stuff for kids. <laughs> okay, you love to see it. What do you do for kids besides take care of one? Huh? <laughs> okay, I do have, I do have one. I change diapers for kids. If you <laughs> have one at your own, fine, I will. Now who's gonna lend me their kid? <laughs> <laughs> so I could change this. So uh, that's my contribution uh, to children. Um, so yeah, you know what? Shouts to you. Uh, thank you so yeah. much. 
<laughs> it didn't work. Okay. <laughs> we should start with MLS. Just won't stop. Major League Soccer. It won't stop. They don't take. Uh, can, can I get a weekend <laughs> without some news? We Man. we teased it. We also have a very cool guest on this episode. Oh, not two of you guys I've mentioned. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes, our, our producer really is a little under the weather. Yeah, Mike is here, everybody. At least he jumped off the couch. He's still, yeah. still doing his work uh, because, yes, uh, because we're not doing ours. Uh, yes, that's right. See, the guest, CJ Sapong, well, is joining us. He is an MLS free agent, and uh, this episode, it will be about a lot of free agency. So, mm. um, the so CJ Sapong last played with uh, Toronto FC, and uh, a, a couple uh, days ago, I got to sit down with him and talk to him about his his free agent journey because right now he is looking for a job. Yeah, I feel like he's got one of those punch cards. If he gets one more team, <laughs> you know, he gets a free sandwich. By the way, I'm right currently getting a phone call from Romania. Okay, damn, I didn't know you uh, had a little side piece on Romania. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this is this Zobozai? Is he Romanian or Hungarian? Which one is he? I don't know, uh, but he's interested. Which one's he's interested in you? That's what yeah, I know. No. Uh, so I'm not picking it up, <laughs> or should I pick it up for the plot? No, because there might be like some some charges on your bone, right? <laughs> uh, it, yeah, I was okay. So yeah, I'm not even. They're not even. Uh, they're not even doing the WhatsApp. They're exactly. Straight, call, uh, use data if you're gonna call. Damn. When you see the plus sign on a phone number, nah, bro. You're like, nah, chill. <laughs> Looking like a big old license plate. <laughs> nope. Uh, okay. So yeah, so CJ Sapong is a free agent currently looking for a team, and we and he talks to us uh, about that process uh, right now. So maybe it's CJ Sapong's agent <laughs> from Romania. Oh, you got a team with me with a great on uh, Okay, you, uh, I, we don't even know the current out about this. I don't. I wish I knew more. <laughs> I knew more All about respect to our Romanian audience. Yes, I don't, by the way, you know they speak a Romance language, hence Romania, so they could understand this when we speak Epanyol. I, I, you know what? I don't believe that. But let's, uh, let's, I would love to hear. Isn't it like Andrew Tate in Romania or something like that? No. <laughs> Where is he? Isn't he like in prison somewhere? Should be. What country? I think it might be Romania. Anyway, um, so CJ will be talking to us uh, in a little bit uh, about uh, his his free agency, and it's uh, it is uh, again pretty awesome. So. Um, returning on the pod as well, which exactly. is that week. So uh, let's talk about MLS uh, free agency because there's a lot of uh, news, uh, the, the, especially the, the last couple of weeks. Um, I think the the biggest uh, news uh, and the biggest shakers have to be LAFC because not only have they like, uh, you know, rinsed the damn roster that they had that had made two MLS Cup uh, finals in a row. Um, but they you don't need you. Peace. Don't <laughs> let the door hit you on the way out. There's nothing you could do that'll that that'll impress the higher up. It's a key. The standard is unbelievable. Which Champions League? It's like, it's not even, we're not even in that, man. So LAFC uh, have signed the uh, Tottenham goalkeeper, uh, a World Cup World winning goal winner. I think is more important than Todd. Uh, but Hugo uh, Lloris is now a Los Angeles Football Club player. They got they got rid of both goalkeepers that they already had on the on the oh, roster. Peace. John McCarthy and Maxime Cropot. Maxime Cropot wanted more money. He was getting paid three hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. Mm -hmm. Rumor is they signed Hugo Lloris for three hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. So I gotta say, yeah, yeah. that kind of ruins your negotiation <laughs> options if you are Maxime Cropo. But well, you lose a lot of leverage when they're like, "Hey, we just got a World Cup winner for the amount we're paying." It, it feels like Hugo Lloris is is uh, doing a little scabby behavior, undercutting, undercutting right? Undercutting, <laughs> like, bro. That's not what you're worth. I know you're worth more than that, bro. Come on, bro. <laughs> but no, look, it's a huge 
signing, it just kind of doesn't make much sense given how successful LAFC have been and how Maxime Cropo it's a one-year deal. It's a one-year deal, which is also it even buys, more insulting to Crabeau. It buys you a year to go find someone cheaper than Crabeau. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Um, I, I get that. I get from the business side. You know what I'm excited about? All the Central Americans are going to be calling him Yoris, bro. <laughs> you know, they ain't going to do the whole French thing. They see the double L. <laughs> Yo, shouts to the uncles out there, bro, who are just going to be like, no, I know, but I'm not doing it, bro, to uh, add Yoris. Yoris, Yoris. Anyway, it's a classic. Uh, everybody remembers <laughs> that while you were cleaning your house. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, um, so, but, so, Maxime Crippo, uh it looks like he's uh, going to Portland. Um, but also John McCarthy. So, Maxime Crippo, I just say this because Maxime Crippo sacrificed his leg. For LAFC last year, uh, two Maybe years like, ago. Nah, you ain't getting more money, bro. <laughs> MLS is and got them to the the final this year, which they uh, eventually lost. MLS tough business. Um, uh, but uh, apparently that wasn't enough to not make this move. And I don't know how Hugo Lloris is going to do necessarily. You know, when it comes to big name uh, goalkeepers, go, uh, you know, signing, it's uh, goalkeepers aren't really the ones to sort of move the needle. Oh, kind of, Seattle might. So Seattle, St. Louis might suggest differently, right? Roman Barkey had a big year. Why did he have a big year? Why did he have to stop so many shots? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, he did have a a, a big year. Well, I mean, I've always been against the DP goalkeeper, but if he's three fifty, yeah, so the, yeah, uh, you can. <laughs> she, you got to make the move, right? Uh, Ogre gonna come in real cheap. Is he banned for like all FIFA? I think it's a FIFA thing. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, I think well, I think you just wait for someone banning him right now. Uh, we should confirm. I don't know if it's UEFA or FIFA. Uh, hey, I mean, Mike, uh, could you stop being sick for one second and check? <laughs> MLS, get out of FIFA. You don't need to be at FIFA. Oh, in fact, if you don't play in US Open Cup, you might be. <laughs> so, um, but then the other one is uh, John McCarthy, who was the goalkeeper that uh, subbed in for the uh, Acropo in that MLS Cup final where Acropo broke his leg. Stopped the penalties against the Philadelphia Union, won MLS Cup, became a hero to LAFC fans. Uh, he is gone as well, Damn. going to Los Angeles Galaxy. The other what? side, I mean, bro. I have to move. Bro, <laughs> he, he have... traded in all the red clothing for blue clothing, <laughs> dog. Uh, this was, uh, I, I, I got to find the... Um, uh, I'm going to have to find the, the tweet of LAFC announcing that... Um, uh, this is the, I love this. This is the announcement. Um, part of our history, uh, goalkeeper John McCarthy has signed with another club. Yeah, Ooh, which club? Who knows? Part of our history. I want you to know that. And he went somewhere, somewhere else. else. I don't know. What, I ain't saying it. <laughs> okay, you're not gonna catch me out here on socials. Even writing their name down, bro. We didn't even talk about speaking of uh, fire tweets. This is off subject, but yeah. Uh, Coventry City beat Sunderland. Okay, and they put Stadium of Light work. That's a good. That's a good tweet. Admin, get one of these. Oh, the savagery! You know, before you hit that, it's like, oh man, my thumb is getting so hot from before I hit the send back. Yeah, so well, we need uh, the Coventry uh, City admin to write jokes for the Golden Globes because Joe Coy needs some help. Bro. <laughs> Dude, the word joke is almost in his name. <laughs> And yet, none came out of his mouth. 
it's a shame. Look, I I, I uh, knocking uh, comedians, especially uh, with big opportunities like that. But it, 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 he was sort of set up to fail, right? He had who did he hire as writers? I don't know. Do you know any of them I this year? I don't, I don't know either. But uh, the, I, I think he had like something like two or three weeks to even prepare for it, which is not enough time to prepare for something like that. And uh, and then what sort what's kind of happening? And look, as as stand up comedians, we have to like get in the, in the discourse there's a little bit of like these these award shows are becoming like yeah throw throw them out there to take all the fodder and right. the, the worse he does the better it is for our ratings and more people are going to be talking about it the engagement of how bad the comedian was is is a win to some degree i mean we i yeah i see your point it's just but it's becoming like you use us. Yeah, go get some lame ass actor to go do it. If you, yeah, it's gonna like. I saw a couple of people making this point, but like, yo, these actors they cut away to the to the actor uh, that he's making the joke about. Y'all are, I've, and I, I don't remember who said this, but I was just reading a bunch of stuff. But it was just like, y'all are actors, act, act like you're having a good time. No, actually, I disagree. <laughs> if the jokes not funny, don't laugh. <laughs> no, but it's just like it's relentless. That like, clearly, like you're the the. They they want them to they they don't want to laugh they well, don't oh it was Che it was Che that was doing it Michael Che um, I saw this on Instagram so it just there's a little bit of like be polite I get it but be polite right stop rolling your eyes dog we don't I will that. say it is a positive that in most of my sets that have gone bad no one has cut to the audience yeah yeah <laughs> we don't yeah. need to hear no laughter we don't need to see their faces oh boy if I'm doing the chuckle hut in, in a walkie <laughs> yeah. you know what you don't have to politely laugh I understand yeah yeah, yeah. it's just this scenario Fine. right <laughs> but when the world is watching <laughs> why don't you it might be nice give us you know help us out a little bit yeah. uh, anyway I will say though it's not a it's not an easy position you either completely attack everybody and that's the yeah, and that's well, that, the that's topic what which we're giving Gervais. That that uh, Gervais kind of set the set the tone now. Where if in, now it has to be a combative kind of thing. You, it's not about because it feels weird to just like you have to burn the bridge. Yeah, to celebrate these people feels almost weird. Now people are gonna be like, oh, this is lame or boring or is you know whatever, just sucking up or just trying to get in some uh, you know Harvey Weinstein's next project doing everything. You know, it, it's just. It, it's a thing where, uh, um, it, they, you, you, you know, there's no winning necessarily. It, you just have to like, I guess, yeah, like sort of burn the bridge. You just roast them. You make either, it. You either go hard and make the roast of whatever, or it's like a crappy late night monologue. Yeah, style. yeah there's so, no, uh, you know, because was it um, Gerard Carmichael last year did it, and he was like trying to be a little bit more eccentric, a little bit more loose and fun, and he got blamed for like not, you know. It, completely eviscerating everyone that was there. So there's no, uh, you, uh, you damned if you do, you damned if you don't. Yeah. You just take the money from the but Hollywood Farm Press. Joe Hoyans do it just fine. Yeah, yeah. He has a strong Filipino yeah. contingent. I don't understand. That man is only a theater. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so a couple other uh, MLS uh, moves that were interesting. Uh, Colorado Rapids brought in um, uh, Zach Steffen from Manchester City, another goalkeeper coming in, and also Georgie Mihaljevic from AZ Akmar. Um, and so uh, let me ask you this. Are these good signings? For the Colorado Rapids? Yes. Uh, they need absolutely anybody there. They need, as, as long as a player's like, yeah, I'd play, play there, they're like, you're, you're the sign. He is a great <laughs> signing. Because <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. he yeah. said, yes. He said, yeah, get in, get in. <laughs> No, no, now you have that. No, no, yeah, no take backs. Gentlemen's agreement. <laughs> no take backs. That is a verbal contract. You just signed. 
So, um, yes, look, and and it's hard to judge what the Colorado Rapids are. You know, they have a new coach. They who knows exactly what they're going to look like. But it feels um, uh, uh, Zach Steffen is I think it's three million dollars that they are paying for the, the transfer fee. So which which would make for a goalkeeper, which would make him, I believe, the record signing for the Colorado Rapids. So the Crockies spending money. I mean, you got to. I mean, they could have spent uh, the two hundred thousand. It would have been a record signing for the Colorado <laughs> So the fact that they even remotely seem to care about the club is is a is a good sign. And uh, I think the the pressure now of like message in the league, the the game where Messi plays there. I I don't know if he's playing there this season, but it. You know, all the owners are like, okay, I got to get on my P's and Q's and I, I got to at least prepare for one game this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have to make it look decent. Right. We can't get bodied by Messi. <laughs> so maybe that's as much, uh, uh, you know, incentive and motivation that, that some of the owners have. So you like to see it from the the, the Rapids. I, also, Georgie George Mihaljevic, I think, is a very smart side. Yeah, it was a great player. Zach Steffen for $3 million, I'm still on the fence. Mm-hmm. I think it's great to get him back into a place where maybe he can find that confidence. I got him to the starting job of the men's national team. I don't know if his role with the men's national team is over, per se. Um, I don't know. I wonder, I, do you think this move could ever bring him back to the in the, in the fold of the national team it's tough to say because i think we're at a point now where if you're going to have success on the national team it has to in part be done at a higher level in mls i'm not saying that for all 11 right places but more goalkeeper yeah for more than not yeah you kind of got to be doing it in europe or at a level higher than than mls no disrespect to mls but i feel like mls players are probably at the point now where if you can't get Play at a higher level than MLS, you're probably also at the level of depth within the men's national team. Yeah, system. I think it, it's interesting. The the uh, Matt Turner was yeah. mentioning why he left Arsenal. You know, and he basically said he could have stayed for another season, but he said that he knew he wasn't going to get much playing time over Ramsdale, and I ended up bringing David Raya anyway. Um, but he said that if you are basically out of the fold and not really playing like he could have gone to back to MLS and and you know gotten definitely easily gotten the starting job and yeah, blah 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 sure. but he said that the reason he went to Nottingham was just out of, like if you are kind of out of the fold in the Premier League for too long you're kind of forgotten about and he's just like I'm I'm just going to go in to another situation I know I'm going to be uh have to I have to stop a lot of shots and so it's almost like he he puts himself at risk for his club career add some certainty and guarantees in his international career. Because it's right. like, he's, look, look, the goalkeeper in the, in the FA Cup, uh, I think he's Greek. Um, I forgot his name, though. Um, the, the, the the other guy, you know, that he's fighting for that, that starting spot with, um, gave up two goals in, yeah. in the FA Cup uh, against something. I forgot who. But also not great goals to give up. Uh, you know, he, he could have done a little bit better. Kind of, I think, even that performance in the FA Cup for him, I think, as more guarantees for uh, for Matt Turner, uh, uh, yeah, starting with the. I think first it was game. a smart move for Matt Turner. I just wonder for Zach Steffen, is this a? I wonder if he even has the mindset right now, be like, this is going to get me back in the national team fold. I wonder if he's just like, I just want to get my club career back on track, and then anything could be fixed from there. Right. The uh, the other one of Colorado made this signing, hoping to be able to flip him in a year or two, because he's what twenty nine thirty. Don't know. Um, look, it's also good for him because he wants to play. He's playing at Manchester City, uh, you know, and gets a lot of, uh, you know, he's won. He's technically won a Champions League. 
He's won the league. Technically, for sure. On to 28. He's done all those things, but he has not played very much. And then he's also injured until the end of the month. I didn't know that. Fumop just told me that. When, uh, Fumop. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Fumop. But when, um, uh, you know, so he, he doesn't really, he, when he played in like the, in the other tournaments, you know, uh, for, for Manchester City, he also didn't look great. Like he, he, he went to, uh, Middlesbrough. And was trying to fight for them in the championship on loan last year. And I watched a couple games here and there. And just, it just, it hasn't been wildly impressive. He's been okay, but he, he it, you know, it, it's like, he got to get, get his group back. Exactly. And hopefully Colorado can uh, help him do that. I think Georgia Mihaljevic is, uh, like you said, I think it's a great move for him. And he wasn't getting much playing time. A little uh, bit of a shame, though, that yeah, he gets a move to Europe and. It doesn't materialize for him. And also, it didn't really feel like he wanted to fight to kind of make that happen. But I, I can understand, you know, he was finding a lot of success in MLS. I think here's an opportunity to go to a place that's new, maybe a new project. It seems like there's a just sure. project. And he's going to play a lot. And they're going to need him uh, quite a bit. I, I want to just mention this because George Mihaljevic, um did a an episode. You know our friend uh, Chai Casey? Of course. Yeah, she, uh, she started a new show called FC and Chats, where she plays uh, uh, EAFC with uh, with players and personalities and stuff like that. So Georgia Mihaljevic was on the first episode a couple of weeks ago, and who's going to be on the second episode? Uh, <laughs> so I will on Wednesday. Ow. Oh, sorry, you have my wedding ring. <laughs> also, I'm very strong. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> So on uh, Wednesday uh, at uh, it starts. I think the stream starts at six p.m., but I'll be on at eight p.m. Eastern time on uh, so Twitch.tv slash Chai Casey uh, uh, Chai underscore Casey, I believe. Uh, just look it up on on Twitch uh, on Wednesday, eight p.m. Eastern time. I will we'll be there playing uh, some uh, EAFC alongside uh, alongside Casey. So, cool. so it's gonna be fun. So um, okay, uh, a couple other things. Oh, I saw this in uh, Chicharito. Signing with Chivas. Chivas, that's the the rumor, and it feels like it's, going home. It's uh like it feels real. I, I have nothing confirmed yet, but this is uh it, you know it's gonna be done big if it is confirmed. Yeah, not the only one, by the way. Caden Cowell supposedly also going to Chivas. Caden Cowell, not Caden Cowell. Even though every every child is named Caden nowadays, uh, it so is it's a, a fair movie. guess. <laughs> it's a fair guess. Um, but yes, Kate uh, Cowell is also rumored uh, to be going to um, uh, uh, to Chivas as well. Because I, I think a lot of people do not know that Kate uh, Cowell is uh, of Mexican descent. Even though he, yeah, he got his US. Mexican passport. He's a dual national. Uh huh. Uh huh. And he uh, obviously he's represented the U.S. Uh, uh, at the youth levels and at the senior level. Right. And um, but did wears cowboy hats and photos. Very American. Although that's also a Mexican thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a very basically the um, the vaqueros the. Yeah. But Chicharito going to, to Chivas is an interesting move because I'm sure he has uh, a few options. You know, some some people were saying uh, it would have been dope for him to go to Houston and 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 uh, oh, yeah, with um, so which would have been interesting. But the move, it, it, it's it's interesting because Chicharito seems to have a weird relationship with Mexico, with Liga, with Liga Max, with yeah. just former managers of yeah. the Mexican national team. <laughs> Where, like, there's a, just a lot of, like, drama. and it, I, Well, I think there's drama because he airs it all out. Right, right. They, a lot of, I think he's done... He the, the Cat Williams yeah, of, yeah, fact, of soccer. <laughs> and we should be the closest. <laughs> um, I think he... Uh, I think he's kind of tired of being the, the, the scapegoat, the punching bag. And I think a lot of times the Mexican media use him, or mm -hmm. members of the Mexican media will use him 
to sort of signify a what could have been for the Mexican national team. And he, every time. Right, right. He just calls them completely out, you know, reveals what happened in the past sometimes, sometimes does it in a, slay, in a slight way. It's kind of cool. I kind of like it. Yeah. It's so gully. Without a doubt. Uh, Hercules Gomez uh, had the tweet on January 4th. Uh, and he was uh, reporting uh, Sergio Dip, uh, which is what a great name, Sergio Dip, if that's just your real name. That's great. Uh, but saying that Chicharito Hernandez has given the green light to join Chivas, it's happening. So, look, I mean, this is uh, exciting and fun, and, and it, it brings a, a – to me, this is an L for Major League Soccer uh, as well because this is – Chicharito is still a very, very important player to a lot of people. And, Can and he stay healthy, though? I mean, I mean, he was pretty healthy for throughout his time in LA Galaxy. He had a couple of stints, but then LA, you say they, this was a good signing by LA Galaxy? Uh, this, is, this is a, yes, it is a good signing. He, he was just not surrounded with a good team. Uh, LA Galaxy, the last, what, he was there for about four years, five years, uh, they were a nightmare. And it just, you know, you, you, you would hope that, uh, you know, after, uh, even with Zlatan there, they, they still had not a great team around them, but Zlatan was guaranteeing, you know, 25, 30 goals a season and, and, and pushed them into the playoffs in that second year, especially. So, I don't know. I just, I just really like Chicharito as a, as a person. And, you know, where Same. We, we interviewed him um, when we were in Minnesota for, uh, for All-Star, and he's just a good dude. And, and his... Um, if you if you watch him on Twitch, he's great on Twitch, bro. He's got a great personality. He's going to be in the media yeah, without, a, without a doubt. He just, if he wants to, if he wants to, he will be. Um, I just I look at this and I think, how, what player has gone home and it worked out? Mm. Sergio Ramos is in Sevilla right now. How's that working? Getting yelled at. Dude's, got, <laughs> the dude's putting out a flamingo songs. Flamingo songs. Flamingo, flamingo songs. <laughs> That's what for Madison do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he's putting out mango beans. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm trying to think what what player has been able to sort of go. Diego Forlan went back to Benyarol. Didn't really work out. I mean, all these players that go back to Argentina, whether it's Boca, was Rivid. Uh, they win. Davis went back to Boca. I don't think they won when he was there. I I cannot confirm that. I do, I do not know. But people are happy that he's right there. now. Nico Cantor is listening, <laughs> screaming because he is both a Boca and Tevez fan. But I can't remember a player that sort of quote unquote went home. Yeah, I don't know. Chief, yeah. I mean, look, in Liga MS Chivas is a kind of a, a constant underachievers. They mm-hmm. just. Um, they just kind of get close uh, uh, to either winning titles or winning tournaments, and they just can't ever uh, get over the line. And if you're not aware, uh, um, you know, the uh, Chivas has the rule where they only sign uh, Mexican players. So it, it, they only sign players that play for the Mexican national team. They only sign players that play, meaning like if you have, if you don't have international experience, they won't no, sign you. If you play for another national team, they won't sign you. But, but we just talked about Kate Cowell, which was. Either they break, either they're breaking. Uh, oh, really? That's also part of the rule as well. That if they represent another country, yeah, you don't, you don't. Oh, okay. So that'd be interesting if they go against. Answer the question: Do you think Chicharito has a resurgence? Can he go, quote unquote, back home to the Mexican national team? Yeah, that. So this is the. You would think that this is part of the, you know, uh, PR, right? Mm-hmm. Try to. I'm just... gonna look up this national team part just to make sure when it comes <laughs> to us. Because right. that all, all, all I've known, to my knowledge, is that that you have to be uh, uh, just a Mexican international or just a Mexican player to play for Chivas, and it's a 
you know, I can understand it's 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 starting to feel um, more and more outdated, uh, and it's probably tougher to compete. But they have stuck with their tradition, and I don't know, you know, I mean, but Sidon Chicharito definitely helped uh, quite a bit as far as just getting people uh, excited about that particular project because he is the the you know the highest scoring. Uh, um, uh, men's Mexican uh, uh, national team player, so it's a, it's 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 good for the for the marketing. The marketing is is, I think, perfectly fine. That's why you do this. Yeah, yeah. Because the marketing is going to be great. I mean, the last time you played for them, they were in a Reebok shirt. Wow, so long ago. Was Reebok <laughs> was still doing soccer? <laughs> Damn, bro. Uh, Fielding only Mexican players. Okay, so it's not. Maybe maybe I was overstepping it. Okay, so if even if you're a dual national and represent another country, you can still play for Chivas. Like they they won't be that strict about it. Why does Mexican club Chivas Guadalajara forbid non Mexican players from its team? Racism. I don't know. <laughs> but, well but you know I joke about it, but the people have kind of brought that up that it's starting it that it feels a little I understand having the pride for your country, but there is a little bit of like uh the rule is supposedly from this article, the rule is hide only players born in Mexican soil and with Mexican nationality. If the candidate was born in Mexico and then got the American nationality, he would not play at Chivas. Okay. So, they, so how the hell? So Kate Cowell, I don't know. Kate Cowell has to renounce his American <laughs> citizenship? Uh, so that's interesting. All right. So it would be a big deal if, if they did sign. Uh, Maybe it's like not a hard and fast rule. Maybe they're like, hey, you just got to be a little Mexican. But it, it, it's, look, uh, and I like, quick, what do you put on your taco? They're like, nothing, just a protein. They're like, yo, man. <laughs> I've had conversations with Mexicans uh, uh, about this. And, and shots to you, Pat. Yeah, I think you're preaching the guy. He's pat me on my back. Uh, yes, I, I am brave. I don't want to say it. I, I clearly. It's about time somebody <laughs> says it, right? But it, it, it it's a it's a thing where it's a it's a fine line of like is it proud of your culture or is it a little national a little xenophobic yeah. kind of a thing and it's like where do where do we sort of draw that distinction? Chivas I think gets a a, a pass yeah. in general because they, I don't think they're like they they're like we want to have Mexican players. It's not that we hate other right. We want to help. The Mexican player. Right, all right. I, you're like, I want to help Mexico first. He's like, okay. But if you just say Mexico first, you're like, what you mean by that? <laughs> Can we have an American worst thing out here? That sounds a little familiar. I got to be honest, whenever I hear that, I kind of get a little nervy. <laughs> so why don't you tell me what you mean by that? <laughs> so um, uh, where were you a say the NATO? Were you by any chance storming a capital? <laughs> okay. We just trying to clear some things up we gotta get to the bottom <laughs> so no i i think it's a fair uh, uh conversation but look I, I think i think for the most part everybody agrees is sort of a net positive in the in the bringing uh and, and focusing on right like uh athletic bilbao right right right, yeah. right i almost said bilbao which is not <laughs> what it's called but they are they only want basque players but that's even just that's hyper regional yeah so that's also disrespectful to the crown which i'm always i'm always <laughs> it's gonna get the ball we only we're only gonna sign people from you know, uh, Avenue C. Yeah, like yeah. it's a str- one straight block. Bro, if you, 
<laughs> I smell my side up. If you can do that, you can get in. Okay. Is there a normal lower each side? Yeah. We just want one particular block. And I'm only signing players from North, bro. <laughs> okay. So we may lose on the pitch, but we got your wild. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, you, you're getting some strange texts about your identity being so <laughs> worried about it. And also, keep waiting for the bus. <laughs> we stole it. Is the <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's get to our, our combo um, with CJ Sapong. Like I said, I, I spoke to him uh, a couple days ago, and uh, just uh, you know, yeah, I think it, it, it's a good insight into what MLS free agency is like. And then the other interesting aspect is that. He does not have an agent. He is representing himself on the market as well. So he has the a can do it all. A lot of interesting uh, sort of insight and, and 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 perspective on this particular issue. So here goes. Here's uh, my convo with CJ Sapong. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm absolutely thrilled uh, to be joined by uh, my next guest. This man has been on the show before, uh, but we had, to, we had to bring him back because I also, I also just bumped into him while randomly in Los Angeles, which was also kind of cool, and it's always nice uh, uh, to see uh, the homies. But the uh, uh, I, I'm absolutely honored to have him uh, back on, and you've seen him. Uh, just an MLS veteran at this point. He was last uh, with Toronto FC. We'll we'll talk about what his future holds. Uh, so I'm absolutely honored uh, to be joined by my dear guest, CJ Sapong. What's up, CJ? Hey, what an intro, man. What an intro. Yeah, I'm happy to be here, man. Thanks, man. You look good. I know you have a, a, a baby on the way. Uh, I mean, what's, uh, any, I mean, you could, any moment during this interview, it might have yep. to be yep, disrupted. Exactly. <laughs> yep. It's, uh, you know, obviously it's nerve wracking, but, you know, my wife's a soldier. We, yeah. we this we're is... not, go ahead. Second? Second kid? Yes, yes. Our second. Okay. She had one before, so we're about to have three oh, little types amazing. out here, but uh, a challenge that I know we're, we're worthy and, and up to. And like I said, any day now, we're just, you know, staying present, really. You know, obviously, with me career-wise, you know, I, I, I'm still trying to understand what that's going to look like for me, for her as well. You know, we recently moved back into my parents home so we're you know yeah, where, are you living, here. where are you living now i'm in manassas northern virginia oh, okay okay yeah yeah, yeah. i mean it, it's uh look it, and we'll, we'll get to your career in a little bit because i know you know we, like we you know we had uh julian gressel on recently right and he, he's he's been pretty vocal uh, like when trades happen it's like yo in mls you're just like on one team one day and then you move in your family the next and it's uh it's a it, i know it's difficult uh, uh, to say the least so uh, but before we get to your career i want to do a, a, a couple things because the news right now in major league soccer uh you know we're recording this on december 18th but on on december what uh 15th um uh, the major league soccer like board of governors decided to uh remove the, the the first team uh, um, major league soccer uh, teams to remove them from uh, U.S. Open Cup. So essentially, 
the the MLS teams do not have to. They're not going to be fielding their their best players uh, that represent the club. They're going to field the the MLS Next Pro um, players. Now, I mean personally, it's uh, frustrating. It's a, such a shocking and difficult uh, decision, and. You understand it from like the business sense to some degree, but it doesn't make anybody that much happier. A lot of fans are upset. So you're the first player I get to really talk to about it and a, and a dude who's played in the U.S. Open Cup. So what does this decision uh, mean to you? Man, I mean, it's just an understanding of the transition, not just MLS, but all sports are making. Everybody's, you know, chasing the better business model and ultimately as fans, People are still going to watch, you know, so, you know, it, I'm sure if a lot of fans got together and, you know, organized in a way and say, hey, look, like we don't like this, they would probably switch step two. you know, ultimately it's the nature of our reality. And, you know, on the other side of it, there's amazing opportunity for youth players and, you know, people, uh, players that are maybe typically would have kind of gotten lost in the you know the lower tiers of the american soccer system they have an opportunity to showcase their talent um and ultimately it will grow the game you know it's just traditionally what we're used to and what the tournament means and you know it's uh the foundations of why it was created you know it's a little bit of a blow but yeah i'm not surprised and you know i i'm i pride myself in kind of just like looking at the silver linings of things but it is a, a good business move. You think so? Okay, that's it. So it's an interesting thing because the uh, you know the the one thing from the players' perspective, I'm trying to think of it like you know I, I saw uh, comments from like Andre Blake talking about hey we play too many games, there, especially for the teams that are are successful. It's it's frustrating. You end up you, you know the the MLS season is uh, the regular season is 34 games, but some of these teams play like. 55 56 matches and clearly that is difficult on just the human body and then also the you know mls has fairly small rosters right you don't have 35 players to pick from you probably have like i don't even what's the roster 24 28 between 25 28 so obviously a lot being supplemental so it's difficult right so like it's from a from a player's perspective i could see like all right i can less games will be helpful for me a little bit more beneficial but then isn't there what what does it mean to want to win that open is the open cup just like well how do players feel about it do they really is it a trophy that they really want to depend the club you play on it's it's complex right because open cup is a tournament first of all us players which we take the brunt of you know the physical taxation of these moves okay less games but that's also less money what about the bonus i'm i could get for winning open cup now that's just gone out of you know out of thin air uh and then also is it really going to be less games how do we know next year league's cup isn't four games three games in the first round you know it's like their business model of being able to be so fluid and versatile with how uh, they move forward and not really have to adhere to like typical global standards is like a huge win for them. And in, in this situation, who who do you want to watch first round Open Cup games or do you want to watch a first round Leagues Cup game? You know, right. that's it's pretty simple for them. It's like, of yeah, course I mean, gonna... look, look, a lot of the owners are like they own baseball teams or NFL teams and they look at open cup and they're like okay well why 
why am I playing with all due respect to the Charlotte Independence? I'm like, well, why am I playing? the? <laughs> so I think the, the look, the mentality for a lot of fans is like we get the model from England. Right. And in and, and, and Europe. And it's like the, this, the the fifth division team could beat Manchester City. And what would that mean? And like, yo, that would change like the, the, the this will give opportunity to some of the, the players that play on that fifth division team to get seen by Premier League teams. And like we get lost in like the romance of it but they're also it's like they're also some nice stories right it's like a rom-com it's like mm-hmm, the way mm-hmm. the way we like dudes could be like uh, uh uh you know they make fun of women for liking rom-coms fa cup and open cup is our rom-com it's like oh, yeah. it's the romance we, oh it's yeah kinda nice. we're, we're, we're so intertwined to the stories and you know especially if you've been following the game for a long time and you you start to uh, build a volume, a, a library of all these success stories. It's like, when's the next one going to be? You know, right. uh, which I still think though there will be that, but it's just transitioning. Now it's going to be the League's Cup, and there's going to be a whole new generation of soccer yeah. fans that are going to come up with only knowing that, and it'll get bigger and bigger and bigger until, you know, now it's inter- an, an international rom com. Yeah, maybe. Know? I mean, I, it also feels a little bit like the owners were like, uh, Nah, we keep it messy for ourselves. Nah, nobody's getting him. <laughs> we don't know what's going on in them back rooms, but I tell you what, they they working. <laughs> so look, so it's interesting. I I, I think it, I, I like the the aspect of like we are losing something in that you know we're not going to be seeing the best MLS team the, the the best MLS rosters play in Open Cup, but it it does give a, a really huge opportunity. Uh, for younger players, so we we kind of can still possibly have that kind romantic storyline because it's like, what if you know TFC two beats you know a, a, a another team and wins the Canadian Championship or something like that, and and then is playing in CCL and you know so it's like interesting. I mean, it's it might change the the the, the dynamic. It's going to require a lot of people to sort of change their mindset about this tournament. Um, I personally am not a fan of the decision, but I understand that, you know, it, it, this might be the evolution of, of the game in America. And it doesn't necessarily have to be like England or something like that. So, uh, so I appreciate uh, the, the perspective. So my next question is about free agency. You're currently uh, a, free, a soccer free agent. You are uh, looking for a, a new team. And I'm just curious about what this uh, process is like. I mean, what is the... I mean, obviously, you have a, a baby on the way, so there's clearly a lot of, uh, you know, much bigger things that, that, you're, that are on your mind right now. But the, the, just the, the, what goes into the decision of, like, I don't know, just either uh, trying to convince teams to give you another opportunity or, or trying to find a destination that will be good for you and your family. Like, what, what is the, the, the kind of process that you can go into as much detail yeah. as possible? Yeah, I mean... Uh, yeah, great setup, right? It's, I mean, it first starts, free agency first starts with your own personal environment. You know, <laughs> there's a saying, you're only as good as your last game, right? So being in a position where you have to now allocate your value to what your last string of performances was, you know, that's tough for a player in general. Um, you know, I think I have an, a little bit of an ad, added dy- dynamic in where I represent myself. And ironically, the last time I was in this position, I had a baby on the way as well. 
So it's obviously very nerve wracking, but I think being in the position before, I'm in a way better place now. Um, but typically, for a player who has an agent, you're just sitting, sitting on your fingers and uh, you know, sitting on your hands and hoping that your agent is out there, you know, prospecting and uh, you know, trying to gain leads for you and, and things like that. But personally, my experience in this league is you're going to get more if you do it yourself. So even right. if it's that, if it's getting your own stats and then sending it to your agent and say, hey, look, this is what I did the last 30 games I played. Uh, this is how other play, uh, forwards for me particularly um, did in, in these aspects of the game. You know, but me, because I represent myself, I can directly text, call, yeah, email, You're, you're hitting managers. up the, the GMs oh, themselves, yeah. right? Yeah. And I'm and I have you know I'm marketing myself, especially at this point in my career, 13 years. It's like, hey, I'm not the new shiny toy that they right. can just get from over <laughs> yonder. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Then when you start talking about MLS and the way the general GAM versus TAM, it's like these are essentially different accounts that can be used for different players. Yeah. So, but, it, but you could be like, yo, I see you got that TAM sitting there. What are you doing? Just what you got? What are you gonna do with it? Use it. I'm right here. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. But again, think of it as, uh, as the businessman, right? It's, if you can allocate TAM, which is essentially really more for imports, right? And yeah. you can find look at the demographic of your city. And it's like if, if there's a big Argentinian constituent, maybe you say, okay, let's go get a young Argentinian kid. We can throw the bag at him. And, right, right, right. Okay, we want him to perform, obviously, but get some butts and seats. Look yeah, kind of a thing. Yeah, exactly. You can take the L on that salary hit as opposed to give, you know, that same amount to a general salary player where it's like you have more players that you have to distribute that uh, income or, you know, that bank account yeah, uh, yeah. through. So it, it, it it's pretty complex in MLS, um, more so than I think uh, around the world, but me, I'm in the driver's seat of my situation. I've just personally decided I kind of want my baby boy, which is going to be a boy, uh, to That's come into the world. I want to be present with that, uh, help my wife as much as I can, and then really ramp up uh, the communications and the training. It's like, I know I could play somewhere, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I also have other things off the field that I'm working towards and can see myself doing, so it's like, I'm very much in the eye of the storm, if you will, and moving the way that storm moves is unpredictable. Sometimes it's slow, but I stay in the eye where it's the most calm and, you know, allow myself to be in the best possible uh, position to make big decisions. I mean, it's obviously unique. I I don't know if I've spoken to any other player that's represented themselves uh, in in major league soccer or, or really anywhere but when it comes to that i mean i think of when i think of you i mean i just bumped into you the other day and i there's i i always leave any interaction with cj sapon being like yo this, this is one of the most centered dudes i've ever met like you're just like a calm presence a good you just like make me feel like like it's almost for for a striker in in this league you almost like you have a definitely a veteran sort of leadership sort of uh, t- tone, but there's also something like, man, I thought this guy's ego would be larger. 
You know what I mean? There's something like yeah. where I, I'm like, this is this is a, a, a calming presence. Is that something that you you market yourself when you're when you're talking to clubs? Yeah, you know, definitely now, because in 13 years, I've seen the importance of the dynamic of the locker room and the cohesion of players. And so competition is great, but there is a point of diminishing returns. And if I for me, I compete every day and you know I, I want I want to inspire my teammates you know when we're doing competitions to want to win as soon as it, that practice is over you know I'm gonna need that other forward you know to jump into this finishing drill with me to keep that pressure right because that's the closest thing that's gonna you know emulate the the uh, the game you know when you're in that position so it's like my I Every time I'm on a team, the fours, we're, we're, we're cool, we're close, and I know I'm a big part of that. And it's friendly competition, all of us trying to push each other uh, to be the best that we can be, but also understanding we the only ones that understand what we're going through. Every position yeah. has its own uh, stressors, you know, that keep us up at night. So, you know, if it's not going in for me, like the other forward on the team, yes, he wants his chance now, but he also understands what I'm going through. And there, right. you know, the, everybody's different, right? You <laughs> definitely will come across some players that will, you know, try to take advantage of that. Um, but ultimately, I think in the realm of professional sports, it all is healthy uh, to a degree. Uh, but like yeah. you said, trying to find a way to stay centered and have uh, a deeper understanding of yourself. Right. The, the yeah. one thing I'm, I'm curious about, because you, you mentioned the locker room, and I don't know how much you can talk about it. Uh, per se, but the um, t- Toronto FC, the last few, maybe two years, been in the news a lot. There was a big piece in the Athletic uh, just about the locker room stuff and coaching stuff and and just kind of drama. When I'm reading the articles, it feels like I don't know, like a Italian soap opera. What's going on over <laughs> here? <laughs> so, hey, so- <laughs> is it was it a big made to be a bigger deal than it actually was or? Or, you know, was it challenging, uh, uh, you know, as much as much oh, as you're man. comfortable talking about? Bro, I'll be completely honest. That was an Amazon Prime <laughs> series. And it it happens like that a lot with locker rooms. There's always the, like, little micro stories embedded yeah. in the whole thing. But this shit was a different level. <laughs> everybody there knew it. And, you know, again, like the gift and the curse for myself is like finding the silver lining in that situation. I just consistently looked at how I could first try and help. And then we, again, point of diminishing returns. And then I re- I was like, okay, how do I make sure that I'm in a good place? Because right. if you're not careful, especially in a, in a situation where, okay, you got staff, you got front office, you have players, okay. Staff, technical staff, medical staff, yeah. everybody's trying to understand the best way to go about this situation but they're all coming from it from different perspectives and it's like until you streamline all that and there's an understanding of culture philosophy you know it will never work out and this happens so many times on teams because there's just every department is so worried about their own ass basically (laughs) and now we're all just like kind of running around trying to you know valiant efforts right and even through that you'll see like 
great aspects of people's character. Like something in Toronto for me was witnessing like these young players and how they deal with the adversity, um, which it actually gave me a little more inspiration and motivation uh, for different ideas I got off the field and helping these youth players in general because yeah. as the game grows, there's going to be more and more of these environments. And as more money is made, more focus is going to be on the bottom line. And the player who gives the most sacrifice physically um, is the one who's going to get the, the front end of the stick with that. Uh, so it's quite the algorithm. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because I think as fans, we see it like, you know, the, you know, you have, you know, you have technical staff, you have uh, the, the people who sell the tickets and everything and every, there's all these departments, but it's like, but the players are the ones really doing the work, but it really shows how sensitive it's like Jenga. If you take out uh, one of these other pieces, like a, a foundational block, then the players can't do the stuff that they need to do on the pitch. Cause maybe the philosophy or psychology is not really there. Right. Yeah. Or, you know, it was communicated to one group and then there's a change and then, you know, you have overlapping ideologies and it's that's hard to manage for sure. Yeah. That's why not every I mean, team does well. I, or, I don't want to trash anybody, but the, the in the athletic, the, the, the thing that they pointed out that just made me laugh so much. I don't know if it's true or not, but it was just like about it was like Bob Bradley not being able to convince like Bernadeschi to stop vaping. It was just such a ridiculous I don't know how real. <laughs> you see, but and, and, see, but it look, seems just, like a... <laughs> this, this is where I, I and I did challenge, uh, I would say, a lot of my teammates and just like different perspectives, because that seems simple. Right. It's like, bro, just don't vape. <laughs> but if that person right, is yeah. just going to decide they're going to do what they're going to do. <laughs> At the end of the day, we're just like, gonna, well, I guess he's just going to do that. You're going you're gonna to you tell know? an Italian man to not vape? No, I, it ain't going to be me. <laughs> and then, but it goes all the way back to, like, streamlined understanding of culture, ideologies, uh, and, you know, some kind of buying in into that. You know, yeah. some, some of the best clubs I've I played for, Peter Vermees is really good at this. Like, beginning of the season, you get in the presentation on what we're trying to do. All right. right, and it's and it's directed, focus, and you know those. Uh, Peter Vermees' first slide is no vaping. He starts right there. <laughs> yeah. like, no. yeah. We're trying to nip this in the bud before it even starts. <laughs> yeah, and you know again. So think about what that does for the next guy who, let's say, you know, and I'm not confirming nor denying, but let's just say that was a situation, and somebody was told not to vape, but they still did it. The next, the young guy next to him is gonna see that right so now how does his mind set change from yeah. that how and then you go through the rest of the players and then now again we're in an environment where we're all needing each other to succeed so yeah it's, it's, it's hard to manage honestly but um you know you I, I'm, I'm thankful for the experience it was, <laughs> it was yeah we all you got to take the good with any situation or whatever uh, uh uh you know club that you're at uh, but no, this has been uh, fascinating. I, I mean, I don't know if there's any parting words per se. I mean, look, I, uh, you know, I'm a huge fan of you. I know a lot of, uh, you know, all the clubs you played for. Obviously, you know, the, the I think for, for me personally, 
uh, Sporting Kansas City and Philadelphia Union are like the main clubs where I think of like CJ. But I know uh, there is a, a a home for you uh, somewhere, and uh, you you know you you still got a lot of minutes left uh, in you in this league. And and I just uh, I always appreciate uh, you know. Uh, MLS veterans who know this league uh, well joining us on the show because you guys have a a, a unique and interesting uh, story within this league and how how it's grown from when you first got into it to where it is now it's it, it's remarkable but you are also uh, one of the pillars the people that helped get the, this league to where it is so I'm just hoping for the best for you and finding a, a great place that you know you and the family uh, enjoy uh, playing at and living in uh, so I just want to wish you the best bro yeah man thank you I appreciate it very very much and I appreciate those words um, and yeah, I just leave you and and your viewers with, you know, just yeah, things is wild in general. I feel like all over, you know, but can we use the game as a means to keep ourselves centered and ultimately do a little bit better by us and by those around us, you know, and I, that can uh, be anything. I 100% agree. I mean, I always uh, talk about this, you know, I'm a stand up comic, but getting into this game brought me to a community that I didn't really even know existed. And, uh, you know, soccer fans, especially soccer fans in America, I think uh, look after, should look after each other in, uh, or do look after each other in a different way than fans of other sports. It, it, there's an inherent community, which is why I think the Open Cup issue is so, you know, people are so passionate about it. Uh, but it does, uh, I agree, I echo those words. I mean, we should be kinder to each other uh, any way we can and support each other. So, uh, CJ Sapong, thank you so much for joining me, man. It's been an absolute honor. Thank you. Shout out to CJ Sapong. I, what, a, what a gem of a human being. I hope so much that he finds a, a club real soon. You know, obviously an MLS veteran uh, uh, deserves a, another shot without a doubt. And do we know what happened with his wife? With his wife? You say so strangely. <laughs> yes, we do know. He had a baby. Uh, so CJ Sapong, we were mentioning before. Uh, we talking to him. The, uh, yeah, so a uh, little um, uh, savior. Uh, savior Asante Sapong uh, was born uh, just a couple days ago. Uh, so congratulations to the Sapong family. Uh, just a, yeah, beautiful, lovely baby. Okay, we're, th we're talking about changing diapers earlier. Yep. Check out the comments section. It's a who's who of American soccer. Oh, sure, sure. We got uh, Jen McCarty. Shout out to Jen McCarty out there. But... Hey, on her way to Atlanta. All right. Uh, Fafa Pico, um, uh, who I believe Fafa played with, with CJ at the Union. And at Nashville. Uh, and at Nashville, correct. Yeah. Uh, Dom Dwyer, look at this. Kai Kamara, Jaleel Baba. Tristan Bowen, we can just keep going, bro. How do you so Austin Trust all the way from Europe? I mean, look, I mean, get in there, buddy. <laughs> okay. Why haven't we? Congrats. We gotta I'm gonna do it right now. Congrats to the Sapong family. There we go. Now, now it's a now, now officially. <laughs> I'm all, I also might throw something from the personal account. <laughs> okay. Maybe do a little big up savior. You know what I mean? <laughs> So welcome, uh, Savior. Uh, so yeah. Uh, so again, shout out to CJ Park. Thanks so much for coming through. Uh, I, and uh, all right, as always, make sure you subscribe to the Cooligans podcast. Whether it's uh, our YouTube channel, whether it's whether it's uh, Spotify, Apple Podcast, 
Tell a friend. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And tell your mother to tell her friend. Okay. Then you know, they already know. <laughs> okay. <That's> interesting. <laughs> oh, because I already told your mother's friend. <laughs> okay. So sorry. We was all in a little get together. You don't need to know about it. No, don't worry. We'll buy you that yeah, time. All right. <laughs> tell her I'll be back to pick up my thing. <laughs> okay. She will not know what I'm talking about. Yeah, Do you know what thing I'm talking yeah. about? <laughs> Thank you, Liz. No. There's no reason for any of us. We'll be back uh, again on Thursday with a new episode. So shout out to everybody tuning in, whether it's uh, a YouTube podcast, DraftKings Network. Watching, listening, listening, and watching. Bro, doing both at the same time. <laughs> oh, multitasking. <laughs> we can listen and watch. I tell you to do it on your mother's phone, but she's over. <laughs> 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 Just, I mean, you, you gotta open your mouth phone, we're gonna be a wallpaper. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's not weird. <laughs> Shoot me. Okay. It wasn't weird for us. <laughs> don't, get, don't be weird while we're there for dinner. <laughs> right? Boy, oh, was this your scene when we're both sitting here now? Okay. <laughs> we're, and we're not getting another chair. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, all right, everyone. We'll see you on Thursday. We appreciate y'all. Peace. Peace, cooligans, buddy. Love you guys.